Verity had been working in the new factory for more than six months now. She'd taken her fair share of the free emotion they offered all their workers, now dubbed apathy. But within a few weeks of starting her new job, she'd noticed the hollow eyes and shrinking forms of the other workers, the ones who took apathy as often as the factory dispensary would safely give it to them. It wasn't the vacant look of the emotionless, but almost as if they'd given up on some part of life. So Verity had started to pocket her dosages, only allowing herself one out of every four she was given. The times between, when all emotions faded, were difficult, but it was nothing she hadn't experienced before. She began skipping more and more dosages, saving them in a box in her small living quarters. Verity looked at the overflowing box of apathy. It had now been months since she'd taken any kind of dose, and she was starting to worry she'd broken something inside herself. It wasn't depression, she'd tried that before and this wasn't the same. She felt nothing for so long, she'd slowly begun to accept it. Everything around her looked very clinical, almost robotic, like a series of repetitive motions. She looked at the box overflowing with apathy and wondered what would happen if she drank all the vials stored here, or at least as many as she possibly could. She found it was a puzzle to be solved, a very detached question of probabilities. Without more thought than that, Verity opened the first vial and drank it. She categorized the feel and taste of the familiar liquid. She did the same with another, then another. She felt the fog of apathy beginning to descend, but she was able to observe it like someone who was watching from the outside. She lost count of the number of vials she'd taken, but she was sitting around a considerable number of empty tubes. Her whole body felt slow, like her heart didn't even care enough to keep pumping blood. The world became fuzzy around the edges, a circle of darkness at the periphery of her view that was getting larger. Her fingers were almost too numb to uncap the next bottle, but she managed it one more time. She tipped one last vial into her mouth just as the world turned completely black. Verity, a voice was shaking her and calling her name. Verity, wake up. What have you done? She recognized the voice, another girl from the factory named Jill. Verity immediately associated the name Jill with the word friend. She vaguely wondered why she would so immediately associate the two. I'm fine, Verity croaked. She rubbed her eyes and forced herself to sit up. Why are you here? Jill flinched and shook her head. You haven't been to work in three days. Boss figured you went on some kind of bender, but I didn't expect anything this dangerous, she motioned to the pile of empty bottles still surrounding Verity. You didn't need to come. I'm not going back to the factory. Verity said, straightening her clothes and picking up the empty bottles. Jill just froze. You're not going back to the factory? How will you survive? How will you eat? She gasped in horror, how will you get your emotions? I've saved almost all my pay for the past six months. I can live on that until I find what to do next, Verity stood up and cleaned the last remnants of the mess. And I don't need emotions anymore. As soon as Verity said it, she knew it was true. It wasn't some force of will or resolution she was making. She didn't want the bottles of emotion, even the premium ones. They didn't affect her, didn't hold any desire or sway. Some part of Verity blandly wondered if she was broken. What? Jill giggled. Verity took note of the higher tone of Jill's laugh, the way she was backing away from her. She concluded the laugh was more of nervousness or fear than actual humor. Are you scared of me? Verity asked, trying to figure out what category to put Jill into so she could figure out how best to deal with her. Of course not, another high-pitched giggle, then the laughter abruptly stopped. You're serious, Jill said in a hoarse whisper. 
Verity concluded it was definitely wariness, a precursor of fear. Fear could be dangerous, it was unpredictable. Not the emotional response, because Jill hadn't taken any of that emotion. But there was a visceral response, so primitive it was stored inside everyone else, even below the emotions. Verity palmed two of the vials of apathy as she put the box back on the shelf. Sociopath, Jill whispered. Verity stopped and cocked her head. Sociopaths were an old myth, someone twisted by too much lack of emotion. Verity had been told stories of sociopaths as a child. They were warning tales of people who didn't follow the rules that wouldn't get emotions. They turned into monsters. Yes, Verity concluded, fear was dangerous and should be neutralized. Verity forced herself to smile and laugh, tipping her head back in the way she'd seen the shop owners flooded with happiness do. She took two steps to Jill and uncapped the apathy in her palm. I prefer to think of this as freedom, Verity said as she grabbed the back of Jill's hair and yanked hard. As the girl went to scream, Verity poured both bottles of apathy in her mouth. Jill sputtered and struggled for a second, but as the emotion took effect, the girl calmed. Go home. Don't come here again. Verity said. She couldn't see much use in the girl anymore. Jill blinked a few times before routinely going about her assigned task. After Jill left, Verity turned to look out the window. She vaguely wondered what else there was to do in this town that wasn't connected to emotions. The new factory loomed, taking up most of the skyline from her window. Verity soberly wondered what everyone else would be like without emotion. They could be as free as she was. But most would never be brave enough to try. She drummed her fingers on the window pane, considering if there was a way to send out tainted batch of apathy, similar in strength to the dose she'd taken. That would fix these people.